This is a Valerie Moss original podcast. Welcome back to another edition of Valerie's Variety Podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Moss. And today I'm going to do a couple of restaurant reviews. Let's get started. First one is regarding the Calgary Tower. I'm going to read just a couple of excerpts out of Wikipedia. It's located at 101 9th Avenue Southwest in Calgary. The Calgary Tower, originally called the Husky Tower, is 191 almost meters high or 626 feet freestanding observation tower in downtown Calgary. Originally called the Husky Tower, it was conceived as a joint venture between Marathon Realty Company Limited and Husky Oil as part of an urban renewal plan and to celebrate Canada's centennial of 1967. The tower was built at a cost of $3.5 million and weighs approximately 10,884 tons, of which 60% is below ground. It opened to the public on June 30, 1968 as the tallest structure in Calgary and the tallest in Canada outside of Toronto. It was renamed the Calgary Tower in 1971. A natural gas-fired cauldron was constructed at the top of the tower by Canadian Western Natural Gas in October of 1987 as a gift to celebrate the 1988 Winter Olympics. The torch, which consumes 850 cubic meters or 30,000 cubic feet per hour, was first lit on February 13, 1988, when the Games opened. It burned continuously 24 hours a day throughout the entire Games. It continued to be reignited for various special events, including Canada Day, Christmas celebrations, world events, as well as during the Flames playoff games. And it's pretty amazing. London and I, when we drive through downtown in the morning, especially in the winter, the entire tower is lit up by these amazing LED exterior lights. In August of 2014, 12 lights were added to the crown and 24 to the exterior floor. Each light has been programmed to be able to create over 16.5 million combinations of color and lighting effects. It has been used since October 8th of 2014, becoming a more noticeable part of the city's skyline at night, and it's incredible. In 2005, a glass floor extension was constructed on the north side of the tower's observation deck, 
and opened June of June 24th. When standing on the glass, one can look straight down onto 9th Avenue South and Center Street. So just to kind of describe this, it's kind of circular around the north side of the tower and you can walk out and stand upon this glass. So my daughter went to the tower for a field trip with school and so she was kind of giving us the tidbits of the strength of it. It gives you severe vertigo. So if you have any kind of vertigo or any kind of height issue, You'll be challenged when you're standing on this. It's pretty amazing, though. So you stand on the glass, and the glass strength can handle two hippopotamuses, or two tons. And yeah, like your whole family could stand out on this glass. You're completely enclosed. It's all glass all the way around you on the north side and below And it's a pretty crazy feeling. So it was my birthday, which is around the end of March. And we were discussing going to the Calgary Tower for a while since London had her field trip there, which was about a month ago. Had it planned, we were all dressed up. We were going kind of during the week. And we decided to take an Uber down so we could kind of enjoy the trip and have a glass of wine. Um, We made reservations in the revolving restaurant, which is called Sky 360. So when we were there probably about, I don't know, 10, maybe 15 years ago, we used to go annually. And I remember being in there and the booths were quite large, so... When you walked into this round dining room, so you come up in the middle basically, and then the entire dining room spans all around you, and it rotates. When we were there all those years ago, I remember walking in and it being dimly lit and super quiet. You would basically not whisper, but you would have very close conversations at your table. People were elegantly dressed. The tables were beautiful wood, and they had these banquette style that would kind of encapsulate you. So if you were looking at a booth, it would be dark, like a dark black color. It would be taller in the middle, and then it would kind of gradually... Um, slope down on either side, and then you would sit kind of in the hollow of that booth. Then you would have your table in front, and when you looked out, you looked straight out the glass and into Calgary. You would look straight out at Calgary. And it was an amazing feeling, like you felt good in there. You were nestled in. The atmosphere was perfect. It was dimly lit. You just felt good. So fast forward to this year. So we haven't been for, we're thinking over 10 years. And we go in there 
first, it's bright inside. So that was kind of odd. And then I thought, well, maybe it was just dim, dimly lit the last time. Then you kind of notice that, yeah, it's bright. And there's people kind of mingling about. And kids are kind of talking loud. And we had our daughter with us. And we warned her, like, this is a really nice restaurant. And you need to have a quiet voice at the table and be respectful. Um, and... Yeah, we got sat at this table, and we were facing each other. The table, we had like two small tables that were butted up against each other. And then we had four chairs, two on either side. Three of the chairs were low. One chair was tall. Both tables, when they met together, weren't at the same height. Well, almost the same height. Both tables rocked. The chairs were old. They had like all these cracks in the upholstery. I was worried that my nylons would snag on them. Then we put a crayon underneath the... So they brought crayons out for London to play with. And we had to jam a crayon underneath the one table because it kept rocking. Then... And we had to rearrange our chairs because the ch- one chair was so low and the other chairs were high. Then Jeff and I had to switch sides with London because the vertigo was setting in a bit. And because you're rotating, so you have, you know, the height plays a bit of a factor. And then the fact that you're moving while you're sitting there kind of tricks your mind a little bit. So the rotation of the room is slow enough that in one hour, it rotates one full 360 degrees or 360 around, one full revolution. So anyways, we get our table all set up and the table that Jeff's sitting at is still rocking. So we asked the, the gal that was waiting on us if she could fix it. And so she took a brand new white napkin and jammed it under the leg of the table, which is what... Jeff and I didn't want to do. We didn't want the napkin under there. Anyways, it was very odd. So we looked at the menu, and the menu was still very pricey. You know, your meals run about $35 to $40. Maybe some of them are $50 per entree. They had a basic kids menu, but nothing was fancy. It was your chicken fingers and fries and your grilled cheese sandwich. We ordered a bottle of wine, and... I think London had a fancy drink, and then we kind of just waited. We ordered the cheese board, and it came out. It was, it looked nice. Um, I think, I can't remember the price, maybe about $20 or so, or just under $20. And there was enough for the three of us to eat. It was like a decent value. But it was kind of not nice. Like the, they put some grapes on there, and the grapes were not really in clusters of three or four. They were kind of in twos and ones, and some had stems and some didn't, and some had the you know, white spray still on them. So they weren't really well cleaned, and it was okay. Like it was all right. We waited a considerable amount of time for our food. 
And this was probably the biggest thing. So they don't have a ton of items on the menu. I rarely meet, eat meat. Jeff doesn't eat meat at all. We're pescatarians at home. And I ordered like the double charbroiled pork chop, I think it was. And it comes on a bed of rice and some veggies. And Jeff ordered the, I think it was the seafood linguine. And it came with like this giant pile of microgreens on top. Like it wasn't just a few, it was like a pile of them. Anyways, the meals were okay, like definitely huge, but the flavor wasn't great and the value wasn't really in comparison to the quality. So I don't know, we were pretty disappointed. And, you know, London and I went to the washroom and the washrooms weren't super clean and they weren't very current looking. We were really disappointed to say the least. And we left there in London, got an ice cream from the cooler in the gift shop for dessert. Like we didn't even eat dessert in there because it just didn't sound good or we weren't really in the mood or whatever. So yeah, I don't know. It just wasn't worth the trip. And for being this amazing icon and appreciating the enormous tower and the beauty of it all just kind of left us a bit disappointed eating there. So, I mean, I would definitely recommend going and, you know, experiencing it. This year they're celebrating 50 years. So, I mean, that's something to brag about and show off. But you got to back it up a bit better than what we experienced anyways. Like there's kids running around in there. There's people in there in ball caps and hoodies. And yeah, I don't know. It just wasn't how it always has been, which is a huge shame. Our bill, I think, was $200. So it wasn't that we didn't pay to have a beautiful evening. Our rating, it just isn't high. And our desire to return is probably pretty low at this point. Wellingtons of Calgary, we've been going there as well, like for the last 10 years, annually and birthdays and anything celebratory. And it's well worth it. So that's my next review. Segue into the Wellingtons of Calgary review. Is located at 10325 Bonaventure Drive, Southeast. So in the Southeast part of the city, a little older area, very well established, kind of high-end shops around there. And I think it's been in the same location for its lifetime. Um, it definitely boasts a higher-end feel. The men are in jackets. Ladies are in nice cocktail dresses. And they're famous for their food. And the atmosphere is dim and quaint. 
the people murmur at the tables, and the service is impeccable. So we've been going there for over 15 years and really committed over the last 10 years, and my husband's been going there long before that. So it's definitely been a staple in our lives, especially together. We celebrate birthdays and anniversaries and work functions. So let me see if I can describe the feeling in there. So you walk in and there's coat check and you can keep your coat or leave it and you walk by a nice um, kind of reception concierge area. You pass by a beautiful backlit wine cellar and then you're taken into this dimly lit, quaintly lit, I should probably say, dining room with big booths and beautiful tables with white linen on them and gorgeous seats and you're very comfortable. Um, They do have like a fireplace kind of setting in one area and they have like a little higher end, like higher I mean like you go up a couple of steps into a loft sort of space and I don't know how many people it holds but probably like 50 or 75 people maybe. And there's like wall sconces on there and the, the wait staff is dressed in your typical black and white and well-groomed. So yeah, they seat you at this nice table. They bring over fresh bread and water and they, you know, offer you a cocktail menu and you're just feel at home there. The smell in the room is amazing you immediately notice that people are enjoying themselves and there's generally some bigger tables and some small intimate tables and they recognize Jeff every time we go there. They are famous for a couple of things. One is tableside Caesar salad. So they bring this um, wooden cart over, like a traditional wooden chef's cart, and they have like fresh tossed romaine, fresh grated parmesan cheese, olive oil, raw egg, garlic, um, anchovies, pepper, salt, fresh lemons, and they make the tableside Caesar and the dressing right beside you. So it's quite the nice show, and it's delicious. So the two of us always have that, and London loves Caesar salad, so she joins us. And then they have um, nice buns or bread on the side. Then we usually have a glass of wine or something with our meal. So they're famous for the uh, tableside Caesar salad, and they're famous for their Cherry's Jubilee, which is also served by our side. Uh, table service. So big flames, smells amazing. It gets oohs and ahs from the crowd. It's just fantastic. And they also have a sommelier on staff to pair your meal with uh, a nice wine. The wait staff is very knowledgeable as well about the types of wine they have on their menu and what they would recommend to pair with whatever you may have to order. And the other thing that they're quite known for is the beef wellington. 
Beef Wellington, if you don't know what it is, it's a preparation of filet steak coated with pâté, often pâté de foie gras, and duxels, which is then wrapped in puff pastry and baked. So usually it has like a mushroom gravy on top, it's wrapped in puff pastry, and then it's baked and it's uh, fluffy and, and kind of crisp like pie pastry. Served with vegetables and a starch with a side of a bit of gravy. It's superb. They also have amazing seafood dishes like Neptune, um, crab, lobster tail, uh, as well as pasta and your pork dish or your um, rack of lamb, things like that. So we regret not going there this year, but Wellington's... We will be back. If you have had a good experience, positive experience at either of these places, please share them with me. These are like staple places for a nice meal out. They've been around in the Calgary scene for many, many years. And... You know, we're disappointed in the Calgary Tower, but we'll likely be back one day. And Wellington's, we will be back for a visit. Again, Wellington's is located off of Bonaventure Drive Southeast in Calgary. I was only going to do two reviews restaurant reviews today, but I want to add one more in, which was a very pleasant surprise for us. So as I mentioned, it was my birthday a couple weeks ago. For my birthday, my company that I work for gave me a card, and in the card there was a $100 keg gift certificate. And the keg is a Canadian company that originated out of Vancouver, British Columbia. So here's a little excerpt from Wikipedia. It was founded in 1971 in North Vancouver, BC, British Columbia, which is our westernmost province in Canada. The Keg and Cleaver by George Tidball at one very small downstairs location in an old industrial building in the Moodyville area of Lower Lonsdale, and today operates in all provinces, almost all Canadian provinces, as well as five American states. The keg is well known for buying up historic manors and turning them into restaurants. Some examples of this are the Keg Mansion in Toronto and the Keg Manor at the Maple Lawn Estate in Ottawa. Also notable as heritage restorations are the Kegs in Kamloops, British Columbia, which was a CN station, and in New Westminster, BC, which was formerly the city's CPR station. So that's the Canadian Pacific Railway station. What I didn't know was in 2018, so just this year, Kara Operations, who owns many different restaurant chains, announced their intention to purchase the keg 
for $200 million with founder David Einstadt staying on to operate the keg and other high-end brands at Kara. Wow, it's worth over $200 million. That is amazing. So the keg I'm going to review today is called the Stadium Keg. It's located in the Stadium Shopping Center at 1923 Uxbridge Drive, Northwest. This is just off 16th Avenue, heading west and around 19th Street. So we're trucking along. We're going to go to this keg. It's five o'clock. It's storming out because our weather just hasn't stopped yet in Alberta, in Calgary. And we pull in and we can't find parking. The parking lot's kind of tricky to get into. So we have to circle around a couple of times, but it's just because they're They have huge construction on the hospital directly across the street from where this keg is located. So we get parking, we go in, and immediately it feels good inside there. There's other people waiting, and it's this beautiful waiting area. You can't see my hands, but I'm stretching them out to show how beautiful it was. And there's some people waiting. Somebody comes in in a wheelchair. The man says, oh, you don't have a wheelchair accessibility. And the maitre d' that's there, he says, just a minute, I'll be right back. And he gathers up a few people and they carry this woman in her wheelchair to her table. It was amazing. They made no big deal about it. They just worked it out and got them situated. So then they sat us in and it was very busy in there. The atmosphere was great. It had a good feeling. It was high-end. It had good lighting. Um, We sat next to like some other people because it was quite busy. And then we looked at the menu and it was kind of coming back to us. We used to eat at the keg every time we went to Banff, which is in the mountains. And they had a great keg there when we stayed at... um, one of the hotels now, I can't think of the name. Anyways, we enjoyed it. And so it was kind of coming back to us. So I wanted the baked garlic shrimp and we don't eat steak. So we're trying to figure out what we should have. Jeff was going to have the salmon. So it was a pistachio crusted salmon that was served on potatoes. And we, I wanted the mashed potatoes as well. So I ordered the chicken, um, half chicken, with mashed potatoes and gravy and fresh veggies. And Jeff ordered the garden veggies as well, so they came. So we waited a little bit for our meal. Our waitress was fantastic. Like, the service was incredible. She was attentive, knowledgeable. We told her we hadn't ever been to that location. She was pleased that we came by, and we told her we had a gift certificate to spend. Basically, that was the only reason why we were there. So we enjoyed looking at the menu. We had a glass of wine. London enjoyed her menu, and um, they modified the menus for us so we could change the veggie, and London just wanted fresh veggies and fries. Not super healthy, but whatever. And then, 
yeah, like we just had a wonderful time. The food was fantastic. It was the perfect portion sizes, was cooked to perfection. Our meals were so good. There wasn't a spot left on our plates. The service was fantastic and we couldn't have been happier. We were there for over two hours. We didn't even realize how long we were there. We didn't feel like we were waiting. We didn't feel uncomfortable. Um, Then, yeah, we just totally enjoyed ourselves. I had a teeny tiny creme brulee for dessert and they paid for our dessert. Value was fantastic. The atmosphere was fantastic. And the food was so good. The service was excellent. So I couldn't give it a higher rating. This is the Stadium Keg located at 1923 Uxbridge Drive, Northwest. Thank you for listening to my episode about restaurant reviews and Calgary Tower versus Wellington's and the Stadium Keg today. Thank you for listening to Valerie's Variety Podcast with me, your host, Valerie Moss, and we'll talk to you soon. Visit ValerieMoss.ca for more information.